It's overwhelming. It is one of the happiest days of my life. It really is to, without exaggeration, say that we came together to study Hashem's Torah every single day. We didn't miss a day. And it's impossible without the help of the Almighty. Impossible without all of the different real effort from my wife, from my family, from my father, mother, the donations, the Hanukkah gifts of the microphones and my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, the constant support and dedication and the spreading of it and the financial help and all the sponsors of the show. And there's so many different takeaways from it that I have and so many different pieces of wisdom that have come my way that I've been able to see that they just keep repeating themselves and I felt it would be important. It would provide you some value to share them. That after a year of this, something's just never worked. Constantly failed and blew up in my face. Felt like I was wasting my time in, in other places. Remarkable, surprising, Hatzlacha. And the first thing that I just, I don't know if it's talked about enough, is that at the beginning of the Motivation Congregation, before it really kind of, I started to really spread it and try to promote it, was there was a friend of mine who was in a schnitzel shop with me in Eretz Yisrael who said, Brooke, why are you doing this? No one's going to listen to you. Don't you know? There are a lot of people that have a lot better things to say. And he was right. But it fired me up. And the competition that I found if a person knows himself and he likes competition, then it can really help you do some cool things. And the idea, and even though maybe it was bad, of trying to amass followers and, 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 and have connecting with people in Torah, to be able to like tell my friend that, look, it worked. Some people listen. Cannot say from Tarba Chachmah. Friends, competition often is an important piece of what we can achieve. Secondly, somebody once told me that if you ever told me that I had to brush my teeth, I'm forced to brush my teeth every single day for the rest of my life, I'd be afraid and I'd be frightened by that daunting task. But eventually when you just do something with consistency over and over again, you, it becomes easier. It becomes second nature. And I found that while this started out as a brutal process of having to record and find something and then have my wife sync all the audio and the video and then add a, you know, a line at the end that was catchy and add some music and it felt like so much and then eventually you can take harder things and if you do them with consistency you can make them anashimilumada you can make them second natured and make even the really hard pretty easy another takeaway that I found is that when we actually open up to parts of the Torah with an open head and with honesty and we let the words talk to us when we don't try to put our own spin on what we think the Talmud is trying to say or what really Chazal must meant, but instead open up our ears and just become a blank canvas to let the words hit us, you find gems, you find diamonds, and you start to understand that everything is inside of the Torah. You just have to let it talk to us as opposed to trying to play broken telephone and put your own spin on it. I further discovered that when ultimately... You want something. You're trying to amass chachma. You're trying to amass money. You're trying to amass anything that you want in life. If you give it, you're going to get it. It's just a weird nature of the world. If a person goes ahead and says, I am going to try to make people smile, you're going to end up smiling. I'm going to try to give away money. Somehow, the people that give the biggest charity checks often have it come right back to them. There's a lot of different chachma and teva why this is, but it just seems to be... There's actually a couple of Midrashim about this. And encourage somebody who wants something, wisdom, money, anything, give it because it seems to come right back to you. 
And lastly, when you take upon yourself the responsibility to be Mazak Esarabim, to try to help other people, to try to give to someone else, God helps you. I'm not a kid who has any focus capacity. That's the truth. My brain's in a million different places, just like any other kid in 2023. But there's a lot going on in life. But sometimes when you just try to help or teach someone else, try to do a chesed, try, try to do the motivation congregation. Sometimes you find three minutes to actually focus on something. And that's just the truth. And I hope that these lessons are valuable to you and they'll help you to come to the same conclusion that I came to, which is that in 2023, when a person says we're so far from Harsinai, and that is somebody here going to bring Mashiach? Is somebody here going to reach godless? Is somebody here going to become greater in the Vilna Goyim? Is someone here going to mimic the ways of Avram Avinu? I say, and I've discovered that there are, I see there are people doing it. Godless is 100% possible. And all the more darkness and choyshech lets a person's brightness shine even more. With all of the different distractions and all of the different tumma in the world, it only further lets a person's candle shine that much brighter. Discover that if you work on something and you follow the ways of the people that are really doing good things, you find that godless greatness is really possible. And ultimately, you take a leap and you don't say, I will, I'm going to, I got it. But you just start. Funny things happen and sometimes they're really good things. So ultimately, it's with a ton of Akar Satov to anyone who came to listen. And I think just remember that godless, that greatness is possible. And the best way to start is to start. Thank you. <laughs>